What is up, you guys? Happy Monday. And yes, you know that if you are watching this on my YouTube channel, you are going to get to see the real, raw, and authentic me who has not washed my hair today. So what is up? Happy Monday. Um, I'm so excited to be back and be talking to you. This is going to be my season three. Don't even know how many episodes were in season two. Could have just been one. I'm not quite sure. All I know is the last season of my life has been extremely challenging. Um, I think of the word like reborn, rebirth, um, ego death, like all of those things are descriptions that really can describe what I have been going through. And so I did a poll on my Instagram. If you do not follow me on Instagram, please head on on over there. Follow me at sober um, Courtney. And I did a poll and I asked you guys, what do you want to hear me talk about? I do feel like I love to talk. I love to share. um, And I do feel like I had this podcast on my heart for a purpose and for a reason. And I'll be damned if I stop recording. So here I am back after a lot of doubt, a lot of, um, you know, days where I was frozen, a lot of days where I asked why or what, what is going on? What is happening? And I decided like, no more. Number one, I've never had a victim mentality. I firmly believe that some of the shittiest things that have ever happened to me propelled me into the absolute best seasons of my life. And while I could say, oh, that was horrible. I'm like, thank you. Thank you so much. Because I wouldn't have fill in the blank if that wouldn't have happened. So I'm never the type that will sit there and sulk. I'm probably way guiltier of the other. And that's not slowing down to feel things or process my feelings. Um, and so I was like, what are you doing? Like, get up. Um, you know what you're made of, you know what you're capable of, and you know what dreams have been put on your heart and you know why. So these are some things that you guys said that you would love for me to talk about. Um, really, um, unpacking my trauma and, when I talk about unpacking my trauma, I don't mean unpacking horrible things that happened to me. It's different than that. It's, I try to understand why I am the way I am constantly every day. I am looking at reflecting upon my choices, my decisions and going that served me really well. That didn't serve me well. And I believe that our behavior is a result of our beliefs, our um, environment, how we grew up and there's a reason why we do everything we do. There um, is also a negative or positive reaction. We call it consequences in the behavioral world for every action we take. And I like to unpack that and look at why. And so whenever I got sober, I realized getting sober was so much more than just realizing I had a drinking problem and stopping drinking. It was, why were you doing it in the first place? And that has really caused me to go back to the drawing board and unpack my traumas. Like what things were you avoiding and what things did you think alcohol was numbing or fixing? Um, because guess what? Those things are still there. Even without the desire to drink, you are left to face some of those things. And so I'm going to talk about some of the trauma that I deal with and some of the behaviors that I deal with because of the things I have gone through and how it's like um, morphed into my adult life. And how some of the things are great, some of them aren't, and the things that I am most working on right now. And so these are some of the things I will be talking about throughout season three. Um, 
I just want to list them off for you. And I'm going to talk about one of them today. So trust. Um, I have an intense need for safety, approval, addiction, boundaries, emotional baseline, um, predictability over control, building self-confidence in yourself, instilling confidence in your children. And we all have toxic habits. What are yours? And so today I'm going to kick this off and talk about trust and my intense need for safety. Um, growing up, I constantly heard my parents talk bad about me. I constantly heard my mom on the phone telling everything horrible about me. And I constantly was being torn apart by the things I was doing wrong to other people. And there wasn't any trust there. There wasn't any my mom protected me. My dad protected me. My image, my character, my reputation. Did I make poor choices? Absolutely. Um, so do my children. But if I'm going to do anything, it's going to be to help them in private, correct them, not spread their wrongdoings and just guide them to that better life. And growing up, I mean, I heard I heard it all, all of the horrible things about me over and over and over. And as an adult, even most recent, um, I read so many horrible things that my mom had written about me um, to her friends that were not true. And like, not, they weren't even opinionated things. They were like, oh, um, Courtney's horrible. She won't let me see the grandkids. And I'm like, you're, you're in my car right now. Like you're seeing my kids right now. You were at their ball games. You came over to our home on this date. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? And so I realized like I have some really, really, really serious trust issues that come with an intense need for feeling safe and secure around people. And when somebody makes me feel not safe, not secure, and like they don't have my best interest at heart, I am very quick to write them off and to have very strong, not so kind emotions about them. I don't really know how else to put it. Um, that is me. Um, that is a huge flaw of mine. And that is something that I am working on relentlessly. Um, I, I know that my trust issues are deeply rooted in, I didn't know who to trust growing up. My parents hated my grandparents. My grandparents hated my parents. This person was the devil. This person was the devil. This is our secret. This is your secret. And my whole childhood revolved around hate secrets and being mean. And I have seen some of that follow me into my adult life. And I don't, I don't want to have those behaviors and I don't want to be around those behaviors. And it's something I have to realize that whenever I have an intense need for safety and trust, whenever somebody breaks my trust, I cannot go into this. Why well, effing hate you. And I hate everything about you mentality. Um, I just can't. It's not healthy. It's not right. Two wrongs don't make a right. Like how old and cliche is that saying? And when you base the saying is true, hurt people, hurt people like, hello, guilty and guilty is charged. And what I've realized, so I can think of like some very um, major milestones in my life where someone has really hurt me. Somebody has been deceitful. Somebody has done something that 
where they haven't been completely honest or they've done it behind my back or they have, they have been deceitful to me. Um, and I immediately, it is like, you know, wall up, armor on, sword drawn. And I go into what would really look like this mean, just ruthless, heartless mode is like, no, like I am in survival mode. Like you have hurt me. You have done the one thing. Like, I would rather you never like me than me find out you're not the person that I thought you were. Um, because that literally makes claws come out and everything because I have let people in and let them in and let them in and let them have a front row seat in my home, which is a completely another topic we'll talk about later is me having no boundaries. Um, because I just assume I can trust everyone and that everyone is going to treat me the way I treat them. And when they don't, I have to pause like, hello, that's why I got this tattoo. I have to pause and I have to assess the situation and repaying hurt with hurt doesn't do anyone any good. Um, saying mean things doesn't do anyone any good. Um, and I, and I even was like, oh, I'll just take it as an L and it's not a loss. It's a lesson. It is such a lesson. Um, And it has caused me to stop and realize that like you, I have to stop trusting everyone because number one, I just want someone to trust. That is what I am guilty of. I am guilty of just wanting someone to trust. Growing up, I trusted nobody. I was followed. Um, If I went to a dance, a friend's house, the movie, what have you, somebody followed me. Somebody was following me. Someone was hiding in the parking lot. This actually happened to me. And I don't just mean somebody like I'm a schizo and like there's like an alien following me. I'm talking about my parents. I'm talking about my father. Okay. Um, This actually happened in my adulthood when I was, God, it was like when I was 33, 34, I was at a restaurant and um, didn't know I had been followed was eating with some girlfriends and got up from that. We all had a drink, got up from that and went home to my parents' house where my daughters were. And just like giving you some background so you can understand like where, where I come from and how I'm wired. Um, and maybe you are too. So we had all had a drink. Um, I paid for the bill because it was like my network marketing team. I paid for the bill and I pull into my driveway and my mom's car's there. My dad's car isn't. And I go inside and immediately my dad walks to the front door and he's like, I know where you've been. I know how many drinks you've had and you can't have your kids. And I was like, I've had one drink not trying to drink and drive. I've had one drink and I'm not going to say, I'm not here to argue. Does one drink make it appropriate for you to drive or not? The point was he had gotten the receipt to the restaurant I had been at. And he looked at everything that had been drank on that receipt. And I had paid for everyone's meal and drink on that ticket. And he was arguing with me saying, you had this drink, this drink. And I was like, you were at the restaurant I was at and he's like, sure was. And whenever you checked out, I got a copy of your receipt and you can't have your children. They're staying with me and your mom. And I'm like, 
I am not drunk. I have had one drink. I also was with a group of individuals paid for their entire meal. And like, you're crazy. So when I say that I was followed around, when I say like I was, I also was kicked out of my house at 17 because my parents told my, um, my dean at my high school that I was selling drugs and God is my witness. I had never even seen a drug until the day I no longer had a home. Um, they were convinced May I don't know if it was my anxiety. I'd never even seen weed, nothing. The first drug I did was a really hard drug because it was like, well, fuck it. Like they'll say I'm on drugs. You say I'm dealing drugs. I don't have a home or a car anymore. Like, why not? Everyone else was doing drugs. I was too scared to, but that day my life went in a completely different direction. So when I say I have an intense need for safety and trust with the people around me, um, it's an unhealthy need. It's not even an approval addiction. It is literally, I just want so badly to know that somebody has my best interest at heart. And I want so badly to know that someone would protect me even when I'm fucking up. Um, because I never had that unconditional love growing up. I never had, I mean, my mom straight up looked at me in the face and said, um, I tell you, I love you because you're my kid. And, um, you know, like she was done with me. The day I moved out, she was done with me emotionally. Like it, it was, it was crazy. It, it's hard. I didn't realize all of this until I was older. So I have an intense need for trust and safety. And that threw me into a life of trusting anyone, trusting anyone and everyone until I couldn't anymore. And then it was like, F you, I hate you. You're evil. And then I became very mean towards that person. And it's actually a habit and, and a bad skill set, if you will, that I've had that has really hurt my character. And it has been a place where I've really struggled that when I'm hurt, I'm not quiet. I am quiet to a certain extent, but I'm not in the sense of, I'm just going to pretend like nothing happened. <clears throat> when someone hurts me, I tell my closest friends, I'm mad, I hate that person, and I become very resentful. If you remember listening to my podcast, resentment was, an, was a word that I um, was committed to leaving in um, 2021. And um, I'd like to say I've done pretty fucking good, considering some of the stuff I've been through in the last few weeks. And so... Fast forward to me realizing, okay, regardless if someone broke your trust or not, doesn't mean that they are like this horrible person that, you know, lightning needs to strike. Perhaps they just weren't meant for your life in this journey. And like, they can sort them that out with themselves. And then I really stop and ask myself, why the hell did you let somebody that close to you, your husband, your children, not because you should walk around not trusting everyone, but you also shouldn't walk around just, I mean, I am the type of person where if you were in my circle and you asked, do you need to move in with me for a month? I'd be like, all right, like, what do we need to do? Like, I am, I'm an all, I was an all or nothing friend and that did not serve me very well. And it set me up for some serious heartache and hurt and it's just not healthy. Like period. It's just not healthy. I realized that, and I've said this before, you don't have to be all or nothing. You can be growing 
healthy relationships. And so, you know, in December, I was really like, okay, I've been hurt for the last time. I was mad. I was bitter, but I was like, I'm going to leave this in 2020, 2021, whatever the hell, whatever year it was. And then came January and January was great. And then came February and God was like, so you really going to leave that word in 20, um, 2021. And I'm like, bet like I am. And have I said things that I wish I wouldn't have said? Sure. But like, do am I carrying around resentment and meanness and all of this shit in my heart? Like, no, I'm not. Um, and it's crazy because I have had several people that I had like really, really, really close to me in my life. Um, I've had them really hurt me. I have read things that they have written about me. I have watched this story unfold that normally would um, provoke me, normally would really cause a lot of hurt and pain. And I'm like, not going to go down that road. It's, it's absolutely crazy to me to think that I lived in so much bitterness and hate for you know, some people would say rightfully so. Some people would say, well, F them. They did this to you. They broke your trust. It doesn't matter. Like you don't forgive people for them. You forgive people for yourself. And it's so crazy that this year has presented with me with people that were even closer to me than the people that had hurt me in the past. These are people that are even closer to me that I was really seeking that safe, place to vent, that safe place to grow, that safe place to fail, that safe place to make mistakes, that safe place to be the good me, the bad me, the everything in between, the imperfect me. And I was seeking the safe place so, so strongly within certain individuals that did not have my best interest at heart. And I found that out in the blink of an eye. And it's crazy because certain things led up to those events where even then I was like, love and light, like, thank you so much. You didn't have a negative thing to say, bless them, wish them well, um, even sent them, you know, encouraging messages, truthfully thought this is the, this is the day where our journey splits as, um, uh, from the day before we are no longer, um, our relationship does not hold the same, not like F you, I'm not your friend anymore. Just like our relationship is going to look a little different. Our friendship is going to look a little different. And it was in that moment where normally, and the old me and the predictable me would have been like, no, screw you. You've been lying to me for two years. Like I'm, and I, I didn't, I didn't go there. I was just like, um, you know, I saw those patterns in myself at the end of last year. And I thought like, I can't do this anymore because number one, you're letting everyone in and expecting not to get hurt. You are literally playing in a pit of snakes. Not that these people are snakes. I'm not saying it in a negative way, but you are literally playing like you're putting yourself in harm's way. And then you're pissed whenever shit happens. Like you can't keep playing in traffic and not expect to get run over. And I was like, okay, like I am going to take ownership. I am going to completely reassess how I handle myself in life, who I let near me. Um, not because like this person's good and this person is bad, but like not, you can't have 52 best friends. Like you just can't because 
you just can't. <laughs> and, you know, February comes and I'm tested. And it's so crazy because with certain people um, leaving my life, certain people have come back in my life and in a much more positive way. And that right there is grace. Like that right there is straight up grace, humility, um, being humbled in your mistakes. And that is, um, in my heart, like rebuilding places that have been completely torn down. And it's so crazy. So you know, I have this intense need for safety. I need to know that the person next to me isn't going to bite me. Right. Um, and yesterday I, I had had enough and I'm like, you know, like I went to church and I'm like, my heart is completely broken open. And I've realized like, I just can't trust certain situations, certain people, not, and I don't mean people like, oh, I'm thinking of Susie in my head. I mean, like, I can't give that situation that much weight. I shouldn't be confiding in, I shouldn't be having these expectations of these people. Like that's not fair. Um, but it felt very lonely and it was so crazy. I sat down and I just started crying. Jay left, um, I got to back up. I got to tell you this story. So I'm at church yesterday and this lady had passed away and the pastor said um, that she had been a really great mentor to her. And so she went into her office one day and this lady had that she had really loved and looked up to had said all this like stuff about her and that it just it hurt her because she really looked up to this person and she asked the lady Darlene she's like what do I do like I can't shake this I can't get over it and Darlene said to her um Darlene was like you you need to give her a gift and that is like your offering of like forgiveness and you'll be able to move on and sure as shit she gave her that gift and she was able to move on. And it was just such a beautiful illustration that like forgiveness and like moving forward and all of these things don't have to look like the textbook version of I'm sorry. Oh, I forgive you. It's really just like, like cutting free those emotions and just like moving forward. So I'm having these like aha moments and these epiphanies about certain things that have happened these um, last few weeks. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to be okay. I don't have to know why I don't have to understand, but I do have this intense need for safety, this intense need for trust. And, um, I have to stop putting that in just anyone in everyone's hands. Like I can't do that. That's not fair to them. That's not fair to me. That's unrealistic way to live to like seek trust from everyone. In my opinion, it's worse than seeking validation because you literally are showing people parts of you that they could use to hurt you. And, like, stop telling everyone everything about you. Like, it's not necessary and it's unhealthy. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, like, I just want to be proud of myself again. I know this person saying this about me and I've read this person wrote this about me and it's hard. Like, I don't give a shit how humble you are or what, how tough you are, how much you work on your mind. Like when you read that stuff, it can wreck your soul. And if you let it, and yesterday was one of those days where I literally, I just sat and cried. Cause I'm like, wow. 
okay, but God is letting me see certain things. And so I, um, I have this one friend that I always message and she, like, we're not even friends on Facebook. Like we are just real life friends. And I'm like, I am doing something wrong. Like I am, I have, I'm trying to find my bad habits, my bad patterns. And like, I know, like I take ownership in this. I'm like, this freaking hurts and this sucks. Not because like, I think I'm wrong. Like I genuinely love people and I hurt like the imperfect me that sure says things that they shouldn't say and does things that they're not always proud of. Like I still have feelings and I still hurt as a person. And she just kept reminding me, like, you're going to have to be alone. You're going to have to get real quiet. You're going to have to get real still. Like God is going to redeem you in the, the more you're trying to walk like him, the more things that are going to come after you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not a victim. Like, I know I'm putting myself in harm's way. And like, she's like, okay, like, you know, better, you do better. You ask for guidance in those areas. She's just a positive light. She is like a very non-judgmental person that will prop me back up and be like, but remember who made you remember whose daughter you are. Remember this, remember that. And y'all, I, I cried it out. I did what I needed to do. And I woke up today. So renewed. And there is, there are a few people in my life that I really like look up to and I really value, um, not like as a friend, but like, as a, like a role model, you have, you have those people that you look up to, like on social media, or maybe like in your industry or, in your field, in your career. And you're like, man, like they're a really good person. Like they are a good person. I want to be more like them. And you just take tips and tricks and this and that from those people away. And they mean, maybe they don't even know, maybe they don't even know you watch them and that they inspire you. And I was driving my daughter to school today and literally one of them messaged me and said, like, I'm proud of you. And I was like, I just started crying and Sam's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, nothing, because this is someone like I look up to so much. And it's somebody that I also have watched in the highs, the lows, um, make mistakes, right? We're all human. And I watched her continue to put one foot in front of the other and in some of the most trying and lonely times of her life. And I thought, okay, God, I see you. Like it wasn't the validation because of who that person was. It was the value, the value that I have on that person and the way they live their life. And it was just like such a reminder of it's okay to walk alone. It's okay to be disappointed. It's okay to be let down, but like, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? And so when I'm unpacking this trauma today, I'm thinking like, well, it's because I trust everyone and they're not trustworthy. No, it's because you can't seek that need of safety like not everyone can provide that for you nor should they nor is that fair to put that responsibility on to other people because you grew up in a place where you didn't feel supported loved unconditionally like you can't expect that from everyone around you like I'm not capable of doing being that person for like a million people I cannot have that expectation for somebody back, right? Um, Just anyone and everyone. Like, yeah, sure. I have my core friends. I know who they are. I know, but I can't expect everyone to 
function in my life at the exact same capacity. Like that's not fair to me and that's not fair to them. And that has been like one of my hugest ahas and wake up calls from my childhood to getting sober, to how I interact with people, to how I plan to interact with people in my future. I know, you know, if you are an alcoholic, um, and you're unpacking trauma, like don't just stop with the, I don't need to drink anymore. Unpack. Why are you drinking so much? And I feel like for me, I was numbing things. I was putting myself in unhealthy relationships where I was seeking like safety and security and trust because I had been, my trust had been broken so many times growing up that I would just like take anything I could get. And that's not healthy. That is not healthy. That is putting you into very unrealistic situations and it's putting other people into very unrealistic situations as your friend or as your business partner or as your maybe you're dating them um and that's not reality and so I don't know if any of you out there have struggled with an intense need to feel safe and secure and like you can trust the people around you therefore (laughs) It's crazy because some people would think, oh, well, you put up your guard and you trust no one. No, I wanted to be able to trust anybody and everyone. I wanted to think like I grew up thinking, well, is everyone like this? And I didn't want to grow. I wanted to grow up thinking, well, no one's like this except for those people. And I'm not saying, yeah, these other people have proven me that they are people I can't trust. I'm saying like I shouldn't have put so many people in that situation in my life because that is going to breed resentment and hate and disappointment and all of these negative emotions. It's okay not to let everyone all the way into the core center of who you are. It's not that you're opening another door to a fake version of you. It's that you are opening certain levels and layers to certain people. And it's got to be healthy and it's got to be um, something that grows over time. And it's got to be something that's evolving. And that's just one of the hugest ahas already of 2022 is you cannot put your life in all of these other people's hands and expect them to handle it with care and love and compassion and all of these things um, for you. You've got to learn to do that for yourself. And so in some seasons, you may walk alone. In some seasons, you may feel like you lost every friend that you ever had. Maybe you weren't staying true to yourself. Maybe you weren't being the best version of yourself. Maybe you needed to lose all of those people. Not because, like I hear people say this all the time, God takes out the trash. I don't view people as trash. I view people as Maybe they like y'all weren't supposed to be walking on that journey together. Maybe your journeys are very similar. Maybe your goals are very similar. Maybe your mission, your values, all of that are very similar. But perhaps y'all weren't supposed to have your arms linked to begin with. And that's okay. That's okay. They can go and thrive and grow and prosper and, you know, have their own circle and their own life. And, um, you can too. And so do not put your happiness, your joy, your trust, your security in anybody else's hands, except for God's. And he will show you exactly who 
those five people are, those four people, though maybe those six people that are supposed to be right there at your table on a daily basis, doing everyday life with you. And then he'll show you those people that are your coworkers that you can love, you can support, you can encourage, you can absolutely have a phenomenal relationship with. It just looks a little different. And then there are people that are acquaintances that you can still love and support and cheer on. And maybe y'all don't have the same goals and the same mission and the same beliefs. And that's okay. You can still cheer each other on and love each other. But not every relationship looks the same, nor should it. And you've got to trust when people are removed and you've got to trust when people are replaced and you've got to trust yourself because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. I love you guys. My dog's barking. (laughs) Thanks for hanging out. Um, And I'm excited about unpacking all of this with you for season three. Have a great Monday. Bye.